Hello, and welcome to Soulful Soundbites, a weekly podcast where you learn practical and relatable ways to nourish your soul. My name is Erica Smigelski, a depth hypnosis and applied shamanic practitioner and host of Soulful Soundbites. Thanks for joining me today. Let's begin. Welcome. Today, we celebrate the one-month anniversary to the date of launching the Soulful Soundbites podcast by having Tammy Afriet interview me. Tammy is a mom of three and the host of the Playground Talk podcast. I had so much fun chatting with her that I thought I'd take the highlights from our discussion and shrink them into special bite-sized episode for today. Enjoy. So I'm honestly not as familiar with shamanic practice and hypnosis. So can you tell us a bit more about what is depth hypnosis and applied shamanic and how it will help? So the depth hypnosis is utilizing a, a number of different methodologies and modalities where it relies on earth-based wisdoms, a lot of Buddhist methodologies and applied shamanic processes to step into an altered meditative state where you're fully conscious and aware, but just relaxed enough to let your mind take a rest so that you can go deep, deep within your psyche and be able to find any healings that are needed or any imbalances in the work because you're in such a meditative state it allows you to get to some of those deep rooted issues and carry that healing through, which is why it's called depth hypnosis. So you can get some really profound and effective healings quickly. And the, and I say applied shamanic because the, the earth-based wisdoms really belong to the indigenous communities. And what I have learned through my studies is finding the commonalities across the shamanic cultures and of the processes that are used and applying them to work for today. So it could be a soul retrieval or a power retrieval. It could be a space clearing or a drum healing. So I say applied shamanic because they're applied to work for today. And a lot of those processes happen very holistically and naturally in that depth hypnosis setting. What led you to actually take all the knowledge that you have and put it into a podcast that talks about self-care and please elaborate more. What is the podcast about? It started from my love of writing and I would post something that was just meant for people to be able to look inward and be able to just take a moment especially during COVID when people were a little bit cycling and spinning out of sorts to just sort of reground themselves and reorganize themselves. I didn't have an intention behind it other than whoever needs these posts, they are there for them. So through that writing, I realized, wait, I need to voice these because some of them were too big for a social platform. They were too juicy. They needed more conversation around it. They needed more thought around it than I could possibly explain through my written expression. And so that was initially the fuel behind it. And so what the podcast is, is really continuing to carry through those energetic milk bottles 
where each of my episodes is a way for someone to pause a moment and try to bridge their inner world and their outer world. And so what I mean by that is pausing long enough to take something for their mind to get their arms around and then be able to bring it into their heart or their gut and really be able to see that inwardly and, and use it as, you know, that bridge to try to reconnect with themselves. So the podcast has to do a lot with self-discovery. You mentioned this going inward and finding the imbalances and bringing healing. So I'm wondering, what do you mean by that? So sometimes we're so busy living life and we're just busy. We're busy in life that we don't realize that, oh, I'm experiencing some anxiety or I feel stuck or I'm lost and it ends there for them. And sometimes you can supplement that with looking inward. And when you go back and look at any inner child work and any feelings, and perhaps through regressions that you can find that, gosh, that anxiety is coming from a situation as a child that really triggered that. Or through regression work, you might find it was a past life that triggered that anxiety that was carried through to this life. And when you can go and find that imbalance, that source of where that anxiety stemmed from and heal there and then carry that healing forward to the present time, that's when you can get some really profound and depth healings by by looking inward. So that's the reference to inward and imbalances. And I'll share a, a little story to help make it a little more tangible is in my first depth hypnosis session, I went in that, I mean, our daughters were maybe like four weeks old. My natural instinct is to react in a way that I said I never would as a parent. And so I was like, but they're four weeks old. I can't believe I'm having this reaction already. And they're just little blobs. And so that's how I ended up in in a depth hypnosis session. And through that session, I was a little skeptical, but at the end I had went into a a regression when I was in utero. And I realized that the feelings I was experiencing when I was in utero had carried through to me to the point of being a critic of who I was showing up as a parent, even when my daughters were four weeks old. And so I was able to really just get to the deep depths of that imbalance and and bring in that healing. Yes, it was very clear where the healing was, but it did take months after that to sort of absorb and process that and really integrate that healing. So that is hopefully a good example to make it a little more tangible. Yeah, I totally get it. And I also get that the first part is you saying someone could have the awareness of something that he's willing to work on, but he's not necessarily know what to do. So your podcast actually provides this coaching that helps one to make this transformation. And I feel like we're in this era where it, it is just such a transformational era. And there's many different prophecies and belief systems that have talked about this time that we are entering of really breaking down old structures and old processes and rebuilding new ones. 
especially ones that are more harmonious with the way we live on earth, the way we work together as a community and the way we live at a spiritual level. So I feel like now more than ever, there's more curiosity of learning of other healing modalities than what has been known over the years. So yeah, the podcast is just that of really trying to give people little bite-sized ways to realize there's other ways to look at things. And then if that feels interesting enough, then maybe they'll be interested in diving in with if someone, if it's not me, I'd be happy to introduce to other modalities. And it may not be just depth hypnosis. It could be working with gene keys, or it could be working with an astrologer. And, you know, there's so many other ways to find those healings and get in alignment with oneself. We've been talking a lot about being aware and that one might want to do a work, but it seems reasonable to me that many are not certain about it or feels even a bit fear about doing this. And I want to hear what is the best advice you can offer someone uh, that is unsure if he's ready to do this deep work. Fear is a very real thing and it definitely gets in the way of so much of our intention and our dreams and wishes. And what I've found to work is having a conversation with someone at first and really just where are they at in their healing journey and what fear is coming up for them or what issue is bringing them to even have this conversation? Because there's usually some impetus for them having this conversation to begin with. And then it's really starting off with understanding a bit about their history, because oftentimes you'll start to see some patterns over someone's life or their birthing experience can sort of be a blueprint and how they show up for life. So that then when you go into a session, I then guide them to connect with a source of power to support them or a helping spirit or a guide or a guardian angel or a flower or a plant, whatever that may be, it's to really then have that support and protection to guide them before going into the depth hypnosis. So it's very intentional in bringing someone through that. So if they are experiencing fear or a big, big emotion that it's, it's gradually bringing them into it and a source of a power retrieval by connecting with their guide before going into the depths of the work. So that's what I found in my practice to serve someone in that state. So is there any preparation needed them before starting the healing journey? The one big area of focus when starting this work is becoming more mindful of your dreams. And dreams can be such beautiful opportunities for you to access information in that dream state. So that information can come from, you know, the divine light creator, whatever name that you want to give, or for those that are very heady, a part of themselves or a part of their consciousness that's able to connect with them when their mind's asleep. And so that information can come through and it usually comes through in symbols. So 
when you can take a look at your dreams and really um, start to create a dream journal and log those dreams, that is a really good practice to have for a good few days before having a session because then that gives you some good material to start with and can be a good indicator of someone who's coming in with fear. It can help pinpoint a place to start when looking at that fear. That's amazing. I never thought about it. When did you start developing this conscious uh, parenting that you're talking also in your podcast? I'm wondering, um, when did you come up with this and how does it look like to you? I'll give a couple examples because sometimes conscious parenting can feel just as clear as mindful parenting. (laughs) And so the times that this became super clear for me is one of my daughters, I guess like three or four years old, was having a hard time falling asleep. And she kept saying, mom, I have a friend in the closet and my friend is keeping me awake. And so we did some work asking what that energy needed and asking if it could move along and and find another place to access that same sort of energy that it was seeking from our daughter and having conversations where she felt like this was fluid and normal, which allowed us to then when she later started experiencing night terrors that we were able to come back to talking through that experience when she was alert enough and also just helping her connect with a guide and the beauty of working with kids is they don't quite yet, especially at that age, they don't have all the filters that we do as adults. So their shamanic journeys are so rich and so great because their imaginations are just so alive and thriving that the information comes really clear of who their guide is. And they are, they have beautiful descriptors, even with their limited vocabulary. And so we were able to do some work with her and have her connect with a guide so that when those night terrors happened, she could bring in that guide to support her. And that was resembled in a stuffed animal that looked like the guide she described through her journey. So then it was by her bed. And then we learned in her case, we put it around her head because that helped her when going to sleep. And so it became such a beautiful lesson for me to bring this work forward for her. And and that was a form of conscious parenting. And even more uh, recently, another example to make it more relative for those that have tweenagers or teenagers is realizing that in moments where I felt one of our daughters was being disrespectful to another parent. And I remember just looking at her and saying, you can feel those feelings, but you still need to be respectful. And later I was realizing that I was projecting my own expectations of her. And when I paused a moment and looked in her eyes, I was able to get past my own projections. I was get past her own resistance. And I was able to see that she was exhausted. She had started a new school, a new way of learning, a new routine. And now she has this new person she's interacting with to help her with school, that it was a lot and that she was just exhausted. And then I, then I had that conversation with her and I said, you know what, you're tired. There's so much new for you. I can understand where you are coming from. And I could see her just melt 
And so we were able to make that connection through what I would call conscious parenting of being able to kind of get past my own stuff and her upfront stuff to get to her, her inner self. I'm curious to hear the nowadays challenges you have with your teenager twins. What's coming up for them right now, especially as girls entering in puberty and adolescence is trying to show them how to hold and protect their power, especially as a girl, as well as being able to exercise and use their power in the appropriate ways. And I feel like if it's done in a place of empowerment, then they'll always operate from the best intention. There are several initiations that are so sacred and this period hits on a couple of those where they're able to access a level of creativity that they weren't able to before and and being able to celebrate that in a way that feels in alignment with where they're at. I want to follow up again on the conscious parenting and ask if there's something you feel that it's your way to conscious parenting? Each of us came to this earth, this lifetime with our unique gifts that were only we are able to give to this world and trying to help your children and yourself find those gifts and give those gifts, then you will live in a place of abundance, whatever that means to you. That's something my husband and I are really trying to honor for the girls is you can live under our roof as long as you need in order for you to find those unique gifts that you are bringing to this world. And when you do, everything is going to fall into place. Wow, that's amazing. It feels so secure, must be so secure for your daughters knowing that someone is holding their back when we say that to them, they kind of look at us like we're a little bit cross-eyed, but I'm hoping that by us repeating it, it will eventually just be embodied by them. And so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. The one other thought I would add to that is when they're teenagers and trying to figure out themselves is to offer them ways to say, I notice when you create something, you really light up. I wonder if that's one of your gifts. And there may be another instance like, wow, when I watch you dance in your performance, you just show up in a way that I don't normally see you. I wonder if that's one of your many gifts. So you can help a child because it may feel a little loosey at first when you share that with them and being able to help them connect the dots is, is something I offer. Do you want to add anything If anything I've said here really resonates with you, then I invite you to follow me on Instagram, the handle SparkPath, or my website, which is sparkpathhealing.com. And just DM me if you have questions or even any thoughts on an episode that might trigger some reaction for you. I would love to hear it. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. The main takeaways from this interview are... One, the idea of my podcast was conceived through my love of writing and desire to help others connect their inner world with their outer world. Two, 
My client practice thoughtfully and intentionally guides you into the work of depth hypnosis and applied shamanic counseling so you can access profound learnings and experience lasting results. Three, besides being in your authority to step into this work, starting a dream journal is an insightful way to prepare for a depth hypnosis session. And four, conscious parenting is unique to each parent and their child. Yet, I share ways I navigate challenges through conscious parenting that I hope inspire you. And I'll leave you with that. See you the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Soulful Soundbites. You can learn more by joining the Soulful Soundbites community on MightyNetworks.com. By joining, you can submit topic ideas, ask questions, share experiences related to recent episodes, and be a part of a soulful community with like-minded beings. Meanwhile, if these shows resonate with you, I invite you to leave a review on your favorite platform and share the podcast with a friend. And with that, I send you with love, light, and gratitude. See you next time.